If we ever go to Waffle House and you start arguing with the employee, just know I'm taking a side. Your food can be burned. They can get your order completely wrong. Your pancakes can taste like shoes and rubber. The eggs can taste like metal. And I'm going to still act like it's your fault. If you ever try to fight a Waffle House employee, just know you on your own. Because there's no point for me to get hurt too. Why have two people get hurt? We can jump them. It can be two on one. We still finna lose. I'm not fighting no Waffle House employee. You grown trying to fight a UFC WWE wrestler. I'm not in. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. And live from the Closet Awards, I'm Doyen. The Closet Awards. Wow. Because okay. we've had so many award shows, like, back-to-back, back, so I wanted to make my own. <laughs> I'm not even mad at it. So, uh, Doyle, tell us what's been going on then with you and your closets and your drinks. What you drinking on and what's going on? Okay, so today is National Beer Day. Oh, wow! So I, you know, I was visiting my good friend Trader Joseph last week. And they had a Speculos cookie butter beer, and I've been keeping it for this very occasion. So, we're, we are, wait, 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 are we about to get a live reaction? A live reaction. Yes! <laughs> Hoping we like this. I hope so, too. <laughs> let's let's not forget the time I tried absinthe live, and I almost <laughs> choked, and Doyen thought uh -huh. I had died. <laughs> It tastes like licorice. Oh, it no. Uh-uh. It tastes like poison. <laughs> licorice I can do. Absinthe tastes like poison in your spirit. <laughs> okay, so I have my special beer goblet. I see. And this says it's a imperial golden ale with toasted coconut, vanilla beans, and other natural flavors. So, cheers. I actually like it. Yes! She <laughs> really likes it. <laughs> I was I was really scared that I wouldn't, but you know, I figured. It's just like very kind of cinnamony. It reminds me of all the flavors I like in a pumpkin beer without the pumpkin. So mm. it's delicious. I mean, it sounds delicious, but <laughs> a lot of things that I think sound delicious are not. So um <laughs> what else you got going on? Um, I know we've talked about it, um, in our private messages, but Hungry Root really is that bitch. Like, <laughs> any recipe I want, it's only four steps. And I'm like, great, I can feed myself and it's somewhat healthy and I'm alive. <laughs> so, I don't... right before the podcast, I actually made a flatbread with, um, spinach article choke dip, which tasted like butter, which is amazing. Okay. And then... Brussels sprouts and sm hot smoked salmon on top. And then I drizzled it with my um, truffle oil, white truffle oil from Goods is Home Goods. And it was delicious. That and sounds filling. good. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, um, I don't get my first box till Friday. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I was yeah. like, ooh, hunger, hunger is throwing me fits because I don't <laughs> like a whole. Which their selections for me were fine. Yeah. But, you know, I like to always look and see what else I can choose. I want to be sure that every week I'm going to have a myriad of things I can choose from. Mm -hmm. So 
so many things are like, <laughs> there's so many beans <laughs> and chickpeas. <laughs> and I hate beans and I hate chickpeas. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, I don't really like beans, but then sometimes I eat beans and I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> Particularly with rice. <laughs> I don't like the texture, so it's it's not a taste thing. I don't yeah. like the texture, so... um. But I mean, I'm going to give it a try. I'm also yeah. not crazy about like, I'm not anti-lentil. I'm not anti-quinoa. I do. I am anti-couscous. I don't like couscous. I don't know why, but I don't like it inside my mouth. Um, But <laughs> I'm not fond of these things. But one of the first recipes, it's like this quinoa lentil rice mixture thing that's got and I said you know what I'm gonna give it a try Robin friend of the show told me that I do not like quinoa because I haven't had it cooked properly and that mm-hmm. and, and that's that's true I've never tried to cook it myself um I had some at someone's house I did not like it I didn't dislike it I just didn't see what all the whoop was about but then yeah. after he kind of Toss some ideas out there. I was like, oh, so I should be cooking this like brown rice. And he's like, yeah, you need to make sure, you know, you flavor it up and stuff. So I'm going to give it a try. I will check <laughs> back in and let y'all know. Yeah. And I don't like quinoa because of the texture, but their brown rice quinoa blend, I can't tell where the quinoa begins and when the rice ends. So okay. I'm fine. Like, I, I haven't died yet. So. Okay. <laughs> Well, Doyen seems to really like it. My mom is now doing Hungry Roots. She seems to really like it. She loved the chickpea almond cookie batter shit, whatever it was. She loved it. Um, have you made your cookies? No. I also had black green brownie batter, and I still haven't done that either. See, I am I not will interested say, in that. I will say, give it like two weeks. And then take a break because I have so many freaking groceries in my fridge right now. Well, because they give you whole groceries, like, they give you a whole pack of bread, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with the rest of this? Well, I um already went ahead and skipped the next week because yeah. um my mom and I kind of did like she she like had me on Facetime while she was doing her box opening her box, mm-hmm. so I saw how much it was. Um, mm-hmm. but even with my regular meal deliveries, sometimes I will skip a week just because I'll get backed up. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I'm 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 ready to give it a try. Uh this also means that I'm going to attempt to eat breakfast because I did get some breakfast things in there. So <laughs> enough about me and my hungry root trials. <laughs> What's been going on with you? I think that's pretty much it. Eating and trying to unpack. That's Just all. excited about hungry root. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, but so you got you. But you've got oh, go your ahead. you've got your fancy stove. Yeah. So yeah, like, doesn't that make you excited to cook? Yeah. Yeah. I also got the cephalon um, pots with like mm-hmm. olive oil, like infused in it, mm-hmm. so everything falls off of it. I'm like, this is so delightful. So I've been <laughs> wondering, was it like worth it? But okay, okay. Yes. It's pretty good. And I've had stainless steel for a very long time and everything sticks to it. I was about to say, everything sticks to stainless steel. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Let me pause one second. Okay. My computer is making noises. I don't want to hear that. Okay. Um, 
all I've really been doing is just preparing myself for fall. I did not grill any this spring and summer because it was hot. So I'm so ready to whip out my grill, toss some meat on the grill. Um, oh, I, I meant to say this the other week, last week, but I forgot. So I have something new that, well, you know what? I don't even know so much if it's bringing me joy, but it brings me comfort. So my new favorite thing, <laughs> of course, it comes from TikTok. And let me uh, look up the name because I want to get it right. It is um, Manic Pixie Mom on TikTok. And she cleans the tombstones. And I just really love... At first, it was just, of course, me love watching her clean the tombstones. But then she also researches the person and how they passed away. And these are all like really old like rarely rarely will you see any tombstones that are in the 1900s and I just I don't know it just I know it sounds morbid or it can sound morbid but when I watch it it seems loving and caring and again I know this sounds morbid but when you're someone who doesn't have kids you think about stuff like that well I do I think about stuff like that like who's gonna who's gonna freshen up the flowers on my grave who's gonna clean my tombstone and so to me it's just so loving and caring and I I I appreciate the stories I appreciate what she does and it is just so comforting to watch so if you can get past the morbid part, y'all check out Manic Pixie Mom on TikTok. Actually, oddly enough, um, in my high school, we had like U.S. history our junior year. We had different like types of it we could take. We still studied the same thing, but we had emphasis on other stuff. So one group did Tales of the Crypt. Yes. And what they do is they go to uh, City Hall and do research on that person. And then... Um, share the story in there in the graveyard at night which is why I didn't do it I did architecture because I wasn't <laughs> going to be in a graveyard at night but it seemed like a really great idea I'm sure it was lovely <laughs> well um so that is something that they do every year and so we we went to it we went as a class to it mm -hmm. um one of the classes that I was taking to see and I we went a couple of years we may have gone every year I was in high school, but yeah, we would mm -hmm. always go to the to the Tales from the Crypt. It was always really nice. Um, you know, a reason for me to leave home and say, oh, well, tell Granny, you know, oh, we got this field trip and we finna be gone here, here, here. And really, we just gonna be gone about an hour and then I'm gonna be somewhere I ain't got no business being. So, <laughs> you know, an excuse to get out the house. <laughs> um, So tonight I am drinking a Pim's Cup. So I've been re-watching Boardwalk Empire with uh, a set of friends and uh, that nucky. Anyway, they were talking about a Pim's Cup and we started getting like, it was just like, oh, we got to find Pim's, we got to find Pim's, we got to find Pim's. So Pim's is a gin-based liqueur. At, well, first let me tell you the drink. So you just need like a, it's Pim's. It calls for two ounces, I think, but I put a little more than that. Uh, lemon juice and ginger ale. 
that's the basic recipe. It says mm-hmm. to garnish with mint, strawberries, all kinds of stuff it tells you to garnish with. Okay. The Pims has a licorice taste. Think Jaeger, but not as strong as Jaeger. And it's not thick like Jaeger, but it is that color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so How about I say it does look really dark? <laughs> well, well, part of why mine looks so dark is because I muddled my strawberry. So instead of garnishing with strawberry and mint, I muddled strawberry and mint because to me it helps the flavor. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind the licorice flavor at all, but it's something about it mixed with the uh, lemon and the ginger ale that just really tasted like cough medicine (laughs) but uh muddling the strawberry helps and i enjoy it it is quite refreshing that's p-i-m-m pim so i don't remember if you read girl on a train with me but that was what she was drinking all the time she's the one where her ex made her think she was like a a drunk yeah 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 (laughs) See how bad my but mind she is? used to drink pens all the time. It's the only thing I remember about most of that story. But <laughs> I mean, and it's very refreshing. I, you know, the the lemon brightens it, and of course, mm-hmm. ginger ale brightens it. Um, the first time I tried it, I used Sprite instead of ginger ale, and honestly, that works too. But yeah, nice pimp scott. Oh, I do remember one else, other thing I did. So last week, I did a you know wine and meal wine dinner. So, like, for our appetizers, we had meatballs and bruschetta. We had two pizzas, pasta with chicken piccata, and um, cheesecake. Keep in mind, they're pouring wine the whole time. So, guess who now has a wine membership? (laughs) Fun! Listen, a wine membership is nice. Yeah, and it's local. It's a local brand. But I still didn't get the rosé because they had a rosé Syrah that I love. He's like, come downstairs and talk to me. And he still didn't actually let me buy the bottle. I just bought a whole membership. So, <laughs> anyways. Always be selling. <laughs> right. That's, I see how they do it now. <laughs> Once again, I cannot say enough. Do not buy Snoop Dogg's gin. <laughs> the guy at the liquor store tried to give it to me again. I said, uh-uh. Somebody from a different liquor store already made me try it, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And he it's was... so hard to do oh, for flavor gin. So hard. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we can move along to our current events. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Tony, but I ain't going to keep y'all long because the Tony Awards. I don't know. I feel like this year, Broadway kind of had a big slump because of COVID. And so the Tony Awards also had a slump. But um, an interesting look that I wanted to note was um, Aaron Burser and his um, dreads. <laughs> What's happening there? I don't like it. What? Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, I'm pulling it up. Oh, no. Yeah, he, you know, he always does something funky that with nobody his hair. asked for. Yeah. <laughs> I like him nice and clean cut, but honestly, yeah. the only time, which, I mean, that's not our choice, but the only time I've ever seen him nice and clean cut is during Hamilton. Any other time, 
he's got he's got those you know those braids or he'll do that like double braid thing that the boys mm-hmm. do now like he always does something i did like nicolette's outfit though because i am a big fan of tool so i'm like tool me well, up kids i mean like <laughs> that's his, that's his wife right i don't know <laughs> I, I i know that he he's I feel like he said he had a wife. I don't know. I'm I don't know. Anyway, yeah. her her dress, if she's his wife, her I mean her dress is the best either way it goes. But I thought, now look at here, somebody who ain't even nominated and got the best dress on. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I I love that color. I love that blush. I love everything about it. This whole like award show seemed like. Everybody just wore something fancy that they felt like they should wear. Listen, uh, Christian Serrano dressed so many of the girls. I was like, he is getting all the coins tonight. Yeah. So, I didn't have much to do with that. I loved, of course, Root for Everyone Black. Uh, Anika Noni Rose, who was in Dreamgirls. I forgot her name. But, um, (laughs) in Dreamgirls. But she did have Christian Serrano. And I loved her outfit, too. Um, yeah, everybody black and uh, Bernadette Peters because I love Bernadette Peters. <laughs> she was wearing Bob Mackie and she just, she is like the quintessential Broadway girl. Like, I, I just love her. When I think of Broadway, I think of Bernadette Peters, um, Anika Noni wrote, wait. Yeah. I get the order of her names mixed up and I'm drinking pills. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's Anika Noni Rose. And um what's her name? Audra. Oh, what's Audra's last name? Day? No. Mm-mm. But she's also black. Um Ah Is it McDaniel? What is Audra's name? She played you know, I never mind. She's black. She okay. she's in all of the all of the things. And I love her. And those are the people I think of when I think of um, Tony's. I was scrolling trying to see because I'm sure she's on this list because she is. It's control F it and see. Um, here she is, Audra McDonald. I wasn't too far off. I said McDaniel. Um, oh, yeah. Audra McDonald. Uh, Aud- those are the three people I think of when I think of Tony's. She always just reminds me of. That law show, The Good Wife, The Good Fight. That's all I think of when I think of her. Um, oh, she was on there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good Fight is, like, very underrated compared to The Good Wife, but it was basically a majority of black firm dealing with, you know, having a firm and being in business. And, like, when they started, it was around when Trump was president, so they would not give any fucks they were like we hate this fucking dude <laughs> we can't wait for him to leave luckily he doesn't watch tv so it's okay <laughs> um deborah messing was me because she looked like she's like this pandemic way i'm not gonna fool with this i'm gonna get a dress that don't stick to any curve <laughs> and that would have been me <laughs> so um and i really don't was john legend in something in broadway this time I don't know, but you know, they didn't get to have an awards last year, so they're kind of doubling up. So this okay. is like two, three years worth of stuff. Got it. Okay, so on to the winners. I really don't care about most of these winners. Like like I said, it just seemed like the stuff that mostly won was like not really new stuff. Like Moulin Rouge, the musical won Best Musical. And I'm like, how 
We ain't seen Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Hasn't been a minute. And Christmas Carol was a big winner. But I was really excited about Somebody Black. Adrian Warren in Tina, the Tina Turner musical, was best performance by an actress in a leading role. And that made me happy. Oh. That's all I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I thought you were going to say David Allen Greer because I was so happy and excited for him. Um, he was next, but I was <laughs> rooting for her first. Um, because I didn't... So I'm not familiar with that play. The What is it? The Toy Soldier? Soldier, a soldier's play. A soldier's play. Mm. Toy Soldier is something else, girl. Anyway, a soldier's play. I'm not familiar with it, but apparently, it, it, I don't know if it's an all-black cast, but it, it's got several black people in it. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, Blair Underwood is in it. He was nominated for something. Blair's nice to look at, whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was so happy for Mr. Greer because I love him from way back and in Living Color. And I don't know. I just like to see, I like to see people get Tonys. I like to see people get Tonys who aren't your typical Broadway people. So mm-hmm. I was just really happy for him. I I don't know if I want to know what this slave play was about. Because <laughs> I know I would never fucking watch it. Girl. But I was just like, it was all over the no, nominations. You don't. I literally, <laughs> I literally just found out what it was about about two hours ago. Because mm. the the little guy that wrote it or whatever... I was just about getting ready to stand his style. And then I remembered um, I had said something flattering about him on another red carpet. And a friend was like, "Uh uh-uh, girl, he is very anti-black. He talks shit about black girls. He does this, this, this. And he wrote this play, told me what it was about. But I couldn't remember. So I I did a screenshot and put the picture in the group chat. And I was like, is this the dude you told me I couldn't like? And she was like, yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and proceeded to tell me what that damn play was about. And hell no. Yeah. Trust me, it ain't about nothing. It's not about what you think it's about. And it's still full of shit. Hmm. Okay. In other news, um, so there's some zebras running around in Maryland. And they've been on the loose for like a month. <laughs> and it's apparently zebras, like, they're like really wild horses, so they spook easy. They go whoop your ass if you get too close to them. So <laughs> they can't catch the fucking zebras. <laughs> a huge part of me is rooting for the zebras. <laughs> but also a friend of mine lives in that area and she has been terrified. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> I hope they go ahead and catch them, but like she's been terrified. She's also furious because <laughs> They the the animal control people got on the local news and was like, I mean, they just too fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. They're like, they're like, like is it not your job to catch animals though? I was like, <laughs> they just too fast. I don't, I don't they, know. They said they're wild, wild animals. <laughs> they said they have a stronger fight or flight response, and they're not trying to fight those zebras. I mean, every night on my timeline there is someone who's captured a home video of those zebras and (laughs) I fucking love it. (laughs) Yeah, that was was funny to me. And then for some reason, NPR was talking about how they were saying that, I think the mayor, there was like a joke that the mayor or like the representative for that area let them loose um, 
in something like some reach for like statehood or something like that. And then I was like, okay, whatever. Okay. And news that everybody already guessed. Will Smith finally revealed that he and Jada Pinkett decided at one point in their marriage that they could no longer be monogamous. They said marriage for them was a prison. Like, we knew this. (laughs) So I'm like, how I feel about this article I don't know how I feel about him I mean by all means it's your relationship you talk about it how you want to but mm-hmm. I kind of liked them keeping their business their business I kind of liked them yeah. never really talking about it although I'm sure it would provide um, maybe help for some but he was also very clear that this is not something that everyone should do. Like you gotta yeah, be built for it to do it. Yeah. I think polygamy requires a lot of selflessness that I'm not willing to have. Like I'm fine with going out and having a side bay, but I'm not fine with you having a side bay. <laughs> it requires a lot of maturity yes. that I just can't have. Um, <laughs> I remember one time, uh, I think it was Oprah did this interview with I'm gonna say Mormon but I don't think they were Mormon but whatever um anyway it was a sister wife situation <laughs> and I remember the the first wife um she was like she was so glad when he got another wife cause she was tired <laughs> but I could also see and that I was like damn <laughs> I understand she was like I was tired I was raising these kids by myself I'm doing all the cooking and cleaning she was like uh uh-uh. uh now we share the yeah. workload. <laughs> and he has I'm so like, many... Especially PMS week. Please take him. Right. I don't want him. <laughs> and, and, I, and he had so many wives by then. I think it was like maybe four or five of them that she really hardly had to do any more like actual mm-hmm. work around the house. I mean, she still pulled her weight, but she also was like in charge of the girls. So it mm-hmm. was like, yes. I fully, I mean, you could, you could tell that she was being serious when she said that. I totally get and understand that. Um, but also, I am quick to remind a lot of these men, I'm like, you can't afford multiple women. Sit your ass down and be in Right, because all the men, all the men who want to champion this, all the men who's like, well, Will and Jay, first of all, you got to be able to afford Multiple wives. <laughs> you have to be able to afford to give each one of them the same level of a lifestyle. Like, no. <laughs> On my little, like, Mormon shows, they be having, like, complexes for all their wives okay. and children. Like, don't have me in the house with all these people. <laughs> okay. I read, um, I read this book on... <laughs> This is on topic, I swear. I read this book on Osama bin Laden and his family. <laughs> but his dad had so many different wives. Oh, yeah, there's so but many. But they all had their own little house. They had their own mini compound within the big mm-hmm. compound. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, if that's how you're going to do it, that's how you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't want to work. And but... I don't want to work. They ain't ready for that conversation. <laughs> so next up, speaking of several children, Nick Cannon said that his therapist suggested that he be celibate after having seven kids. Hey. 
I I just first of all, his rationale that he kept giving us, he was like, I just don't feel like I'm gonna live that long. I have a chronic disease. But then I found out it was Crohn's disease. And I was like, Crohn is hard, but you can live for a minute with Crohn's disease with medication and you don't have to get four of them. You don't have to get drop four kids in a year. It was just extremely so, selfish. Like Yeah. You want to have a bunch of kids because you may not be around, so you're going to leave these children without a dad. Yes. Um, a lot of what he said was just stupid. I'm sorry. It's just it, yeah. stupid. And I was just like, please stop. Like, it was... What I've learned is that Nick Cannon is just peak nigga. He just, <laughs> he just peak nigga. I wonder what his sign is. He seems like a Leo. I don't know. I feel know. like he's doing this for attention. I don't know. Look. I look, I don't know any signs but my own. But all <laughs> I know is that he is just oh my god, why are you saying these things? You anyway, I'm not even gonna get into that. God bless oh. these women and bless these children. And you know, I'm not mad at anybody in the situation because by all means, do what you want to do, you grown. You got the money, whatever. But just be real about it and don't try to give me some bullshit rationale that I'm not buying because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. He's a Libra, which is, I don't know much about Libras, but I think they're off too. Um, <laughs> anyways, as as a best friend and a sister of a Libra, I don't know. I don't know anything about Libras. It's really weird. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, um, this chick... Wanted to come. She came when nobody sent for her. So she came after this guy who happened to write a book about like anti-racism. But uh, she came after this guy and his dog talking about stay in your hood. And your dog been barking and cutting up. And it wasn't even his dog that she was talking about. And so she cut up and got fired. And so really, I just want to say that maybe y'all should... Um, Y'all are not as invincible. And by y'all, I mean Karens are not as invincible as y'all think y'all are. And literally, I think within 24 hours, she was terminated from her job. <laughs> it's just so... Okay, you have a problem with this dog outside barking. Mm-hmm. I get it. And okay. But that was such pointed language to say to repeatedly mm-hmm. say go back to your hood your hood mm-hmm. bitch shut the fuck up right fuck you she, like, she really wanted to like cut up and now she has to deal with the consequences do it for but, yeah I'm trying not to crunch on my ice on this mic it's really hard cause I keep wanting to crunch it okay, cause <laughs> I hate hearing when people crunch ice it's really bad Lastly, I want to talk about my friend from Florida. Um, I will carry out the saying, I'm not sure he's like completely well from a mental perspective. But this guy threw a toilet through the school board building window in Illinois, in East St. Louis. And then they arrested him sitting on the toilet on another one. And I'm like, where are you finding these old toilets, <laughs> sir? I don't know. Like, who are you mad at? Why are you tossing toilets? I feel like toilets are heavy. Like <laughs> so many questions, Mr. Ford. I mean, I have so many questions. I but, don't know. Um 
And I didn't really feel like the bond was necessary. Like a, a window, how much is it? I don't know. You're a homeowner. How much is it to replace a window? I don't know, and I pray to God I never had to figure out. <laughs> but they have them on a $10,000 bond, and I'm like, and that's on top of all the other stuff that's going to happen. I'm like, mm, we can just replace that window, maybe. I don't know. Um, But that's what I had for my Florida person this week. Any thoughts on him? I don't know why he drove all the way to wherever he drove to to do that. I don't know. There's there's so many. There's just a lot missing from the story. It's like, I mm-hmm. have questions. And they knew I would have questions because in the story, they like, listen, we don't know. <laughs> so I think he's from Florida, but probably lives in East St. Louis, if that makes sense. Yeah, but they made it seem like, because they said, we don't know why he drove to oh. St. Louis. So I, I'm not understanding that. I don't either. But I just want to know, where is he getting all these toilets? That's my big question. <laughs> mm-hmm. i probably go to Solom. <laughs> I, I feel like toilets are heavy. Like, how? Anyways. <laughs> They're heavy. They're heavy. Yeah. I, I helped renovate a house once when a long time ago when I was in college. No, I hate graduate. I was in grad school. Anyway, I I have renovated a house before. Toilets are very heavy. Yeah. They seem like, <laughs> I was going to say, as I throw up and I have to like hold it <laughs> when I'm drunk, they seem really heavy. They seem so really like... heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to take a break real quick and we'll be right back. All righty. It is time for us to move right along to our someone something. Someone something. Okay, kids. So Mercury then brought her ass back into Metrograde. And it's been a struggle. Like I've been blaming Mercury for like a week before it even started. So now <laughs> I can like good start blaming it. But we're gonna talk about eight tips for surviving and thriving during Mercury retrograde. So First of all, surrender to the slowdowns. Don't fight them. Just try to take a moment of gratitude for anything that slows down a little, including your computer for work. Uh, (laughs) And you can also think about, you know, when you do have good times that aren't slowing down, you can thank your high-speed internet that works perfectly sometimes. Um, Next up, clean out your closets. this person, it was their favorite all-time Mercury retrograde project. It's a great time to deal with unfinished business, and it can be on a physical level. So take those clothes to goodwill. Don't be like me and just transport the boxes for six months. It's a good time. <laughs> I've been putting off cleaning out my closet at work. Well, I really just need to organize it. And... I'm trying to think, really, there's not really a lot I need to throw out there. I really just need to organize it because I've just been tossing stuff in there. So mm-hmm. maybe now's a good time to do that. Which brings us to the next thing, finished projects. This time period is not a great time for starting projects, but it is really good for completing them. Mm-hmm. So stuff that you started but got placed on a back burner, now is the time to tie them up. Yeah. 
Um, reach out to people you haven't seen but are thinking of. Um, this may happen on its own. Um, or, you know, if we just kind of randomly think about somebody, it is a good time to be like, hey, how are you? You're on my mind. Hope you're well. I do try to do that when I randomly think about people. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. But <laughs> now's the time for me to, like, buckle down and be better about it. Yep. This is the time to rekindle those relationships you might have lost touch with that you care for. Yeah. Next one really got me because I've been in a mood. I've been really cranky. Moving is really hard on a relationship. But um, don't sign contracts or break up with your partner. <laughs> <laughs> It said it's a more traditional superstition that it's not a good time to sign contracts or buy electronics as they're more likely to break. I bought a lot of electronics. Well, <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to buy a lot of electronics for work. I got two contracts sitting in my email right now waiting for me to sign for work. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm about to sign some contracts and buy some electronics and I'll just say an extra prayer. I'll take some Florida water to work with me tomorrow and sprinkle a little mm-hmm. before I sign. <laughs> They say, if you break up with your beloved, you may find yourself back together again. Things that happen during retrograde don't always stick. Or on the other hand, you might find yourself back together with an ex in this period. No, thank you. Um, (laughs) Triple check all of your emails and text messages. The typos will triple, which is, and what is being said can be misconstrued. If you notice communications are getting a little wonky via text or email, feel free to call people and discuss it. Yeah. Oh, I noticed that you that um you've done your upgrade too, which like I think both of us upgrade pretty much as soon as we can. Most of my friends mm-hmm. don't; they lag behind. But because I, I noticed it told me that you had your like focus on or your do not or whatever and I opted out of that because I was like and honestly the reason why I opted out of it is because I didn't want I didn't I didn't want people to think it was okay to double call me to get to me (laughs) even though most people who know me know that my do not disturb is almost always on yeah so most people know that but like some people like will purposely double call me because they know their texts aren't getting through or whatever and I'm like and that's how I want to be disturbed the people who can disturb me can disturb me Mm -hmm. anybody who's going to try to get with me get to me in an emergency not going to text me anyway and and they're on my favorites list anyway so (laughs) yeah I have like a personal focus a work focus a sleep focus and a drive focus I love all of them because they actually not having those notifications beside me really helps yeah i Um, saw that good 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 feature apple but yeah i just (laughs) leave my phone on do not disturb all the time (laughs) um next up be extra gentle with yourself and your loved ones basically everyone really i what i took out of this is to be careful gentle with myself up my self-care and know that well that's all i cared about and buy what i want I told um, one of our service providers today to be gentle with herself. (laughs) (laughs) Not me, but you. (laughs) Because I asked her to, uh, I'd asked her to do something for me. And I guess, I guess she was trying to figure out a way to do it. Apparently Mm -hmm. she's got a lot going on right now and she was just falling apart. 
And she was like, I'm so sorry. I can't come through for you. And I was like, girl, it's okay. And I was like, be gentle with yourself. <laughs> Definitely. I'm all for that. Always. Yes. But we're being asked to grow and force out of our comfort zones to breathe, surrender, and make graceful steps forward in this fuck-ass metrograde. And lastly, shadow work. So there's a thing called a shadow period once the um, retrograde is over. So um, things will still be a little wonky due to readjustment. Just think of the shadow period as readjusting from the weekend on a Monday. So when we do get out, we will um, it'll still be very sketchy. <laughs> so we're going to move along to our poor life decision. All right. Decision. All right, y'all. So this episode, I want to tell y'all that I'm talking to me as I talk to you because that pandemic weight gain was a bitch. Um, So we're going to talk about how to shake pandemic weight gain and get your health back on track. Of course, um, we've seen in the numbers that everybody's BMI, not everybody, but a lot of people's BMIs have increased in the pandemic. Um, if you have gained weight in the pandemic, please believe you're not alone. I'm here with you. We can touch you and agree. We hungry. And we eating apples like Beyonce. <laughs> but um, one study did show about one quarter of people whose BMI was in the normal range gained weight as well as one third of people whose BMI classifies them as obese. I'm the second group. Similar studies do show that, like, we have been cooking at home. Allegedly, we've been drinking less at restaurants. But on the flip side, we have that cookie at home and we eat it. We drink soda because it's there. Uh, Also, alcohol. Numbers have gone up for alcohol. So, there's no surprise. And I think, again, I want to give you grace. Listen, we just tried to survive the best way we knew how. That's right. So, do not... Go into a spiral of judgment over this. Yeah, that's right. But if you're like me, and it's like, well, it's time to like start looking like something. I'm going to have to go leave my home eventually. Um, here are some tips to do that. So first, we're going to talk about establishing new healthy routines. Whether it's because you're vaccinated or ready to return um, to a relative feeling of normalcy, and you just want to get back in the healthy swing of things, here are a few approaches that can help ensure greater success. So a lot of us did add some good habits to our lives. Um, I think this time is slowing down. I feel like I'm a little bit more meditative, kind of taking time to think things through and stuff like that. Keep those good habits, but ditch the bad. So when you say we're ditching bad, um, Leave one way to help yourself is to leave the trigger foods behind. If cookies or trips, chips are your trigger foods, don't buy them on your next grocery run. That's especially important if you're still working from home, even part time. <laughs> Funny thing for me is there are certain things I cannot buy and put in my home, like smart pop popcorn, which is supposed to be healthy, but it's not if you eat the whole bag in one sitting. No. So, you, you and me, us never part. <laughs> like, that is me. And I am a salt girl. Um, mm-hmm. And I do love Smart Pop. And I, too, have fallen victim <laughs> to 
the goodness of smart pop and like oh <laughs> well this is this is this is good this is, doesn't have all the calories and stuff and then mm-hmm. they eat the whole bag <laughs> the serving size does not say entire bag it just doesn't if i get it i get the individual packages that way at least i can control myself if I don't pick up two bags. I was about to say sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. It's like a 78% <laughs> successory. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up, slow and steady wins the race. Some people are able to change their habits and pivot to a healthier lifestyle at the drop of a hat. Hats to y'all, because I don't know what that's like. <laughs> but in the long run, consistency is of bigger importance than speed. So, um, we know that people, Dr. Heinberg said, are more likely to be successful with behavioral change if they make small, successive goals. If he set a really lofty goal about going to the gym every single day, giving up alcohol, and ditching fast food all at the same time, you're going to fail, she says. It's easy to fall into this all or nothing thinking. Uh-huh. Instead, start with goals that are much easier to achieve and act as building blocks for future success. So, um, I signed up for this thing called Cutback Coach. So, they're not like, never drink again. They're like, try being dry three days a week. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> so, uh, they said, um, you know, just try that one thing, cutting back on fast food until you successfully give it up. Yeah. And she even compares it to running. You don't just go from not exercising at all to running marathons or even running down the stairs that's me um you have to build up slowly adding just a little bit more each day eventually you get to a point where that success feeds on itself so i think a lot of time especially i tell people all the time i'm millennial so um complimenting me on shit will get me so much further <laughs> you'd be like oh I like the way you clean that window girl you're the best window cleaner ever I'd be like okay I'm gonna clean that shit out of this window <laughs> see I am the exact opposite <laughs> I'm the exact opposite but yeah I mean I don't also like they do not set yourself up for failure I yeah. I was trying to so I've done intermittent fasting before but this time I'm trying to do it right so mm-hmm. I went through all the, you know, this this little website, whatever, that's supposed to tell me exactly, like, what my eating and fasting hours should be and all that. <laughs> and one of the prompts was like, because, of course, after it asks you how much you drink a week. And, I mean, I may have not been fully transparent, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it said, are you willing to cut back? <laughs> and I said... <laughs> possibly <laughs> but the truth is i've already cut back some of my drinking so uh and and for no other reason that i'm getting old and my tummy can't take it <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> small steps yes uh so next up they say transition to a better diet so the same small goals approach goes for building a better diet saying you're going to eat a good diet is too vague there's no real way to mark that as an achievable goal. Um, for me, sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to eat a vegetable today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a huge goal, but it's better than yesterday where I ate no vegetables, you know? <laughs> and so, like, trying to think through things like that. Um, you know, the key is 
doing these small steps is going to help you continue to do it. So even they talk about whether it's packing your lunch for work instead of getting takeout or switching your afternoon pastry snack, which who is still eating pop tarts (laughs) to fruit and veggies. (laughs) These goals are easy meat and not just healthy, but also provide positive reinforcement. But really stop eating pop tarts, kids. (laughs) I am not a dieting person. Mm -hmm. Not at all. And there are a lot of reasons for why I'm not a dieting person. Um, mm-hmm. anybody who spent a significant amount of time around me can, can tell you that, like, I don't really eat a whole lot. I have horrible eating habits. My mm-hmm. metabolism is really low. Like you can mm-hmm. tell, cause I'm rarely hungry. But one thing when it comes to trying to eat better, I never deny myself something that I want, but mm-hmm. I will bargain with myself. So if I'm making, and I, I was already kind of doing that, but I really learned to perfect it, um, from Weight Watchers. And so Mm -hmm. if I feel like, you know, I really want like a, I really want a greasy burger, like for lunch today or something. If I decide that's what I want, I let myself have it, but I get just a burger, no fries. I'll drink water. Listen, I have grown to where I can drink water with my meals and that is a big deal because I used to couldn't and Mm -hmm. I will also make sure I eat I might just eat you know veggies for the rest of the day like I won't deny myself something that I want but I will make a compromise and so because if I deny myself something what I learned quickly I will end up gorging out on it because I'm gonna give in Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then I'm gonna overdo it so yeah and I don't, and I'm not telling you guys that's what to do because honestly, I don't even know if that's really healthy, but I'm just telling you that for me, having those diets where you deny yourself things I, that don't work for me. I I don't think it is sustainable. And I, I think from what I've read, they always say like, have a little bit of what you want. Right. You're right. Like, but it's really funny to me because like. All I have in my house is like water and alcohol. And I remember I was dating this one guy. He used to get so mad at me because I didn't have no soda. I'm like, because I don't drink soda. I don't like drink that. soda. <laughs> He's like, well, you got to have something to make you burp. It makes you digest better. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But okay. <laughs> no, I don't. If, if there's soda in my house, you know I have it for it's a mixing mixer. drinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um. When uh when Candace and I used to be roommates, her mom came and spent like a week with us, and her mom was in the refrigerator. She was like, "Y'all ain't got nothing in this house but alcohol." <laughs> and Candace and I were looking at each other like, <laughs> "That's all we had: water, water, and alcohol." <laughs> That's all we had. Pretty much, I like I don't drink soda for funsies. Yeah, but... I don't. Anyways. And I like soda. Uh... I just don't buy it. Yeah. It's funny because, like, there's a lot of times where, like, I'll do or dash something. Like, what do you want to drink? I'm like, Diet Coke. I don't touch that Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me neither. I just, you made me pick something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, okay. So, next thing. What's the best way to get back into exercising? Um, they also, um, they talked about not just, like, you know, gyms and exercise classes. But, in general, our numbers of steps taken have drop significantly and I get it because I work from home and so I sit at my computer and I don't have time to like get up every hour 
rough. And do so because have so much stuff to do. So they say even taking a 20 to 30 minute walk every day can have a big impact. And that is something I have considered. It's just moving my body just a little bit every day. Uh, Again, you should take slow, go slow and take measurable steps. So if you go out after a year at home and try to run four miles right away, you will probably hurt yourself and not want to continue. So focus on just a walk during your lunch break, which funny they think we have lunch breaks. We're still working Um, (laughs) or after dinner and then build up to short runs. It can build up to longer runs over time. But overall, here's the big picture, which, by the way, I think I want to do hot yoga again. I think um, I started doing yoga actually at my home and practicing and stuff like that. Um, so it's funny how like you can do a 15 minute yoga and like bust a sweat. Yeah. And uh, on Apple TV, there's a guy that like had like a prosthetic leg. And so he was my motivation. I was like, well, if he could do it, I can do it too. <laughs> it's like, we going to do this together. <laughs> I was like, we going to get this yoga stuff done. But um. Yeah, so uh, that's a thing that I think I want to pick back up once yeah. I get a little bit more settled in my life. Yeah. But lastly, we're going to do the big picture. So you've got this. As we adjust to our changing environment as the pandemic fades, it didn't fade. By the way, this was written in like May when we were very optimistic about life. But um, it's important to remember how much our lives have been altered in the past year. Change is hard and nothing about transitioning back to whatever this new, whatever is going on will be easy. Uh, Humans do not like change and all the changes the past year were hard and anxiety producing. And yet, while it felt awful at the time, now we're pretty used to it. So staying home and being sedentary is what we're used to. So it's understandable that you'll feel anxiety about getting back to exercising. And the first time, especially if you decide to go to the gym, can be really hard and scary. But we can learn from everything we've been through. If the last year has taught us anything, is that we can do really hard things if we don't like, even if we don't like change, we're highly adaptable. That's right. So using that kind of knowledge, kind of the understanding of how we have been able to shift and change in the past year is a great way to reinforce yourself uh, to make these new changes ahead of time. The big thing to remember is that there will be ups and downs. Um, There's rarely ups without downs. (laughs) You have to recognize that anytime we're trying to make a positive change, it's not clear, linear, upward trajectory. But... We can make it. <laughs> That's all right. Do you have anything? Um, no, just my usual with you know, be gentle with yourself and go ahead and you know take those steps. And like you said, you you can't jump back in. Like mm-hmm. I tried, I tried to jump back where I left off, and my lungs almost died. Like they just died. <laughs> like they were screaming. <laughs> they cussed me out. <laughs> And I was like, okay, body, I get it. I cannot just jump right back where I was. So, I mean, just take baby steps and don't get, I got really frustrated with my body and I'm not going to go into all of that because it's a, it's a thing, but I realized 
that what I am going to do is be thankful for my body. And instead of um, being so hard on my body, being thankful that my body has kept me alive and has done its best to take care of me during this time when I wasn't able to do my best to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So we all just made, I mean, we literally all just made it through the apocalypse. And even if, even if this was like not in the middle of the pandemic, even if this was some other time, whatever you're going through, your body is doing the best it can and it is taking care of you and it has kept you here thus far. So be good to it. And be thankful. Definitely. Um, yeah, so, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I think we all, it is slow and steady wins the race. Like, mm-hmm. we all just have to kind of, like, start making little decisions that are better for you than not. So. I did, <laughs> this just made me think about. So, I did a quick Google for, mm-hmm. like, different, um, different ways to finance liposuction. <laughs> and I mean, I was just Googling. Yeah, I'm interested, but I'm also afraid of surgery. So I, I seriously doubt if I get anything elective. But anyway, I was Googling and y'all, I'm here to tell you, since I did that Google, I'd be goddamn if every day when I go to my mailbox, I am pre-approved from some type of loan. And it's all, and like, it'll be like these companies I've never heard of. And then they're like, these are the things you can use the loan for. And it's always like medical and all this stuff. And I'm like, I would like to be released from this. I was just Googling. <laughs> like, I know my FBI agent, like he's good. He's proven himself. But like, I, I want to be released from this. <laughs> That's super funny. I don't <laughs> want that. And I'm not going to say that word because I realize even if they suck the body out of like my tummy, my face is still fat. <laughs> so still going to look like a big girl. So I mean, I, I don't, I weight. mean, and, and I listen for people who've had surgery. Honestly, I am jealous because I am scared. Like I am scared of major surgery. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I don't have money. So those are the two That's main it. reasons why I've never done it. Because you're right. Like, if you do it, you don't, like, I can't just get a little suck, suck here. No, I yeah. need it in, in, <laughs> in various places. <laughs> and it's like, I ain't got that kind of money. You know, yeah. I'm going to try to marry me a baller, or find a baller to finance me or something. But until that time, I'm just going to do it the old fashioned way as best I can. If I get annoyed enough, I'm going to go to Columbia and get a reduction. <laughs> I don't know about that now. <laughs> I think it's fine. You see the women in Columbia? It's fine. I don't know if I trust a Brazilian butt lift, but I feel like they should be able to do a decent boob job. Anyways, so we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod, the Bayou a Dream. <laughs> Plus, American healthcare system sucks. Anyways. <laughs> I, I follow this girl um, on Instagram, and she's a black girl, and she travels. And she she gets all of her major medical care outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, she will never 
I want to say she was in Singapore when she got dental work and the, oh my God, the dentist's office was so nice. It was, <laughs> was so nice. And she was just like, she'll never, mm-hmm. ever. It's funny. I have glaucoma in an eye and the way they treat it right now is I just got to take eye drops until it gets bad enough and then they'll let me do surgery. In Europe, you have glaucoma, they do surgery, everything is fine. <laughs> okay. The <American> system sucks. <laughs> uh, right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. yeah. So, uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. I'm just really quick. Um, I want to buy a drink for all of the black salons. Um, <laughs> just places where you feel like, and there's a different salon vibe for every person. So mm-hmm. I today found, I think, my new home for uh, Manny Petties. Even though mm-hmm. all I got was a pedicure today. I didn't get a manicure today. But I found my new home, I think. And uh, it was the old place. I liked it. I liked the owner. I did mm-hmm. not like the atmosphere. Um they played a lot of R. Kelly. I just wanted to be released. And it was so hard because I wanted to be with someone all black. And mm. that is not always the easy easiest to do when you live in smaller towns, when you live in more mm-hmm. rural areas. It's not always easy to find all black options. So mm. I was like trapped there for a while. And then I got a recommendation. And it turns out the girl that they sent me to, I knew her. So like... I was so, I mean, the the atmosphere was nice. You get to pick whatever, um, whatever aromatherapy you want going when you get there. You pick it ahead of time and she'll already have it smelling like you want it to smell. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was just nice. It was nice. And it's nice to go somewhere where your appointment time is your motherfucking appointment time. You ain't yes. getting there and you ain't wait. And that's fine for other people. Like if that's not if that's not important to you. I'm not raising this salon above others. What I am saying is thank God for safe spaces for black women. And we often find those spaces in salons. And I am so glad that I found me a new salon. There you go. Yay. Um I'm buying a drink for the black girls who love Trader Joe's face group group. It is one of the funniest places I've ever been. But uh, especially now that Trader Joe's trying to come up with a jollofs rice mix, it is hilarious. No, no. No Trader Joe's. <laughs> I think it may be okay if you shush it up. You can't trust them As to most. completely do it right. Yeah, yeah. But the the comedy around that is top notch, very hilarious. <laughs> so just buying a group, buying a drink for those girls in the group because they are freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, the- which by the way, one chick was like, I went in for one thing, I spent seven hundred dollars. I'm like, let me ask you this: What did you not buy at <laughs> Right. <laughs> I feel like that's an easier question to answer. <laughs> um, so the the lady who I'm going to now for my pedicure, she was mm-hmm. asking me all kind of questions about what I like, what type of moisturizer I use on my feet and all this. 
and I was telling her my combo, what I do. And she was like, I'm going to try this butter, this body butter. You tell me how you like it or whatever. I was like, oh, I have body butters, you know, and I was telling her different ones I had. And she's like, wait, don't tell me you go to Trader Joe's for your body butters. <laughs> and I was like, no, but, um, I thought people liked these from Trader Joe's. <laughs> and she's like, do not go to Trader Joe's for your body butters. It's just very thin. That's the thing. Well, that's it's, and that's what she said. Lotion. That that's what she said. She was like, "It's just lotion." But there's this weird combination that these ladies say that like drives their men crazy. Uh oh. And it's the uh, coconut body butter with the lemongrass oil, which it only drives like half of the men crazy. Other ones are like, "Why do you smell like floor cleaner?" Yeah. Anyways, yeah. but apparently it made it to white people, and now <laughs> Trader Joe's is like. <laughs> pushing it on people (laughs) so i just put on my feet i use regular lotion and i use nivea lotion so i Mm -hmm. use lotion and coconut oil and she was like so you don't put your body butter on your feet and i was like no that's my good body butter i ain't putting it on my feet and she was like your feet deserve good things too and i was like oh you're right Vaseline. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I tell you, especially if you wear a sock, it'll be very soft. Yeah, it will at night. Vaseline and Yeah, it's and a night thing. It's not a daytime thing. Vaseline and lotion was my combo um like in high school. My feet get ashy, so I have to put a little something on top of my lotion. So mm-hmm. I don't do Vaseline, but I'll do the coconut oil. Makes it nice and shiny. Uh, sometimes I'll do the baby oil gel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Vaseline, like as soon as you get out of the shower, the tub, or your feet are still kind of wrinkly, Vaseline and socks for the night. I used to do all of that, and then I kind of fell out of the habit. But yeah, she really scolded me about like withholding my good products from my feet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy more body butter, but buy like, the unscented for my feet because I'm not putting my good smell good on my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I I had burned, I had poured boiling water on myself, don't ask why, uh, a few weeks ago. So I bought a lot of Vaseline. So I'm like, oh, I can mix it with my other, like I had like a Bath and Body Works butter that's not thick enough. Yeah. So I just mix it with my Vaseline. That's what I used to do. um, (laughs) You know, back in the day when the Victoria's Secret Lotion had a grip on the black community. (laughs) (laughs) And like it smelled good, but it was thin as hell. Mm -hmm. I used to mix it with a little Vaseline. And you know, and listen, that Vaseline is since since we're at this portion of the show, uh, because my skin, I'm going to have to start back because I've started back full-time wearing a mask all day at work i'm gonna have to ditch the makeup because my skin is so mad at me right now but (laughs) vaseline has really good healing properties and like i use the survey healing ointment but i mean it's still patrolling it's just it's vaseline with ceramides that's it so if you don't want to spend the extra to get the um healing ointment vaseline Vaseline uh, is, yeah. is really buying a drink from Vaseline because she's that bitch. She is. <laughs> um, I, I do want us. I think uh, Vaseline has a grip on the black community to where we think <laughs> that it is a moisturizer. It is not a moisturizer. It's not a moisturizer. It seals, but um, yeah. it is great for healing. Great for healing that skin. I think when you look at some of like your skin, your people who you think skin goals. 
I would be willing to bet they use a little thin layer of Vaseline at night. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about it with my hair, with my skin. Yeah. I'm very dry, so I need this something that seals. Yeah. So Ex- exactly, you need something to seal. Yeah, I I used to buy. I mean, I used to use Vaseline for everything. <laughs> my face is a little more like. <sighs> no, girl. <laughs> I mean, it was fine, but I have to mm-hmm. wash too hard to get it off my face, and I'm just not doing all that. But she is a makeup remover. She is yeah. a healer. She is a shelter <laughs> in the time of storm. <laughs> like, like Vaseline is that girl, really. <laughs> she, she is. She is. We love her. And it's so funny because my dad would be like, I'd be like, Dad, I got a scrape. And he'd be like, go put some Vaseline That's on. right. That's right. <laughs> Keep all the dirt and debris out. That's right. That's right. That was his his wonder drug was Vaseline. So. He'd be like, Dad, I'm hungry. He's like, so, um, Doyen, why don't you tell the people how they can get in contact with us? All righty. So we are on the Instagram is Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. Amen. Um, we are also on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Chris is keeping it lit with the tweets with American Horror Story. Apparently there's a double feature. Uh-huh. The images scare me so i haven't even watched it so this the the whole storyline is going to change this week uh we've up until this point we've been doing vampires so based on the imagery i think aliens is next i don't know but join me find out Mm, y'all shall see (laughs) it's gonna take me a second um we're also you can email us at hello at Mm poorlifedecision.com Our DMs are open. We just want to talk. Um, let us know anything that you are very passionate about. If you are um, a thought expert on this, oh. contact us. Maybe we can, you know, we can collaborate on That's the episode. Right. That's right. <laughs> we love doing joint projects with our friends. Um. Yes. I was going to ask you something else and I forgot. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Our memories are great, guys. <laughs> um, do a memory game or something today. I don't know. <laughs> but that is all I had. Um, Don't forget, check out our Etsy. Mm-hmm. There is a really cool koozie that says, Hey, Alexa, bring me my pumpkin beer. Maybe I made it for me, but I make I'll make it for y'all too. <laughs> that was what I was gonna say. I had pumpkin spice coffee today, um, mm-hmm. in in honor of you. And I literally, like, anytime I have anything pumpkin spice, I always say, "This is for Doyle." And then I just go. <laughs> I I, so I'm a little regretful now that I had the pumpkin spice coffee this morning because. I'm really tired, so I needed something a little stronger. Um, I have to save the pumpkin spice coffee for like a Friday when I know I'm going to coast through. Because <laughs> it's not the strongest of coffees, but I, I, I remember to have a little pumpkin spice for Doyen. <laughs> I think I'm still drinking coffee that I bought around Christmas time. Um, <laughs> but I have pumpkin spice creamer, and that makes me happy. Uh... <laughs> Um, I'm not an everyday coffee drinker. Oh, girl. Well, I'm an everyday that I go to work. If I don't go to work, I don't need it. 
Yeah. But if I'm at work, I got to have it. My brain we just isn't going to function. <laughs> I had a call with the provider this morning. And <laughs> I guess I forgot I was on Zoom. And I forgot. I don't know. I, I mean, my camera's always on. So I don't know that I forgot my camera. But anyway, we were having this call. And like, we're talking money here. Like, I'm getting ready to sign a contract with these people. And... I just, in the middle of talking to her, just whip out my phone and start, like, taking... <laughs> I just start taking pictures of myself, and she's, like... <laughs> like, she just pauses, and I didn't... I mean, I really wasn't paying attention, because, I don't know, my brain... I hadn't finished my coffee. Who schedules a call for 8 o'clock in the freaking morning? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Alrighty, friends. We do want to remind you to... Like Dwayne said, check out that Etsy shop. We want to remind you to drink plenty of water, use your sunscreen. Um, I don't know what else. It's vitamin C, vitamin D, and all things in between. Like, take good care of yourself. And zinc. And zinc. And take a flu shot if you're willing. Yes. That's all. <laughs> uh, I think I get my flu shot tomorrow. Oh, that's a good thing we're recording tonight because let me tell you. The flu shot gets me for a few days. Like, when people were telling me their symptoms from getting um, the COVID-19 vaccination, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that sounds like when I get a flu shot. Okay. The COVID vaccine didn't really... The first time I had zero, zero side effects. My second one, my arm was a little sore and I was just extremely tired. But that Mm -hmm. damn flu shot every year, like, I feel bad for a couple days like it takes me down so i'm getting both thursday so thoughts and prayers <laughs> can you get them both at the same time yeah i was signing up for the COVID, and they're like hey do you want a flu shot while you're at it i'm like might as well i just won't be able to sleep on either side oh, okay. i just had to lay on my back but okay well yeah so everybody take mm-hmm. care of yourselves take care of your loved ones and you know we love y'all we love y'all and go cowboys <laughs> bye